Hey, I'm Ben Rikosh, and I'm here with Swarm Povasils, and this is Paper Thin Thoughts. We short-sighted, ill-advised, thought-provoking dimwits speak our shoes about trending topics that we experience in our daily lives. This week, we had an amazing conversation with the one and only Mr. O'Grady. Here it is. Hello, everybody. We have a guest this week. We have the esteemed Mr. O'Grady from Charlottesville High School. We uh, we would like to thank you for your time. Obviously, congrats on the golf win yesterday. Yeah, thanks, and uh, you know, thanks for calling me esteemed. Um, <laughs> I'm probably gonna put that on, you know, my tombstone now, man. First guest and esteemed. That feels really nice. Yeah, big honor being the first guest. So let's get in, let's get right into it. You grew up in Philadelphia, is that right? So my parents lived in Philadelphia for for years and years and years and years, but I actually grew up here. Oh, got it. So um, that's cool. And you played football uh, or any sports in high school? Yeah. Um, so I guess this is the right time for me to tell everybody, you know, the listeners, about the curse of O'Grady. So um, I went to Albemarle High School. Oh, no. Um, well, look, man, I was there for four years. I've been here for 13. Yeah. And as far as I'm concerned, Albemarle High School never gave me a check on the first and the four, or 15th. That's so true. I bleed black and orange as long as the green keeps showing up in my bank account. So this would have been um, 2003, would have been my first year yeah. playing varsity. And, uh, I was terrible at football. I was absolutely <laughs> terrible. Um, you Were know, you I really slinging it? Were you the quarterback or what? So I was actually the quarterback in JV um, the year that our season got canceled after like three games. Um, and then when I got to varsity, a friend of mine was the quarterback who ended up playing professional football. So they oh, wow. basically told me, O'Grady, oh, would you like to see the field ever? And I said, well, yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> um, so I didn't really have a position, but my first game on varsity uh, was here at Charles High School. Oh, nice. And um, Almarle won, and I was told that Charlesville has not beaten Almarle since. So it is the curse of O'Grady, and, you know, me and uh, my old teammates get together and pop champagne after every – no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Wow. Um, obviously, you went to college. We went up to your door. <laughs> we went up to your door, and it said Mr. Newport on it. Absolutely. Um, would that be Christopher Newport? Yes, sir. And what did you go to college for? What, would you, what did you major or ma- minor in? Ah, okay. So I majored in history, and then I got my master's in teaching the very next year. So I graduated and then started teacher school like two days later. So thank you. CNU. Yeah, had you always wanted to be into history and teaching, or was that something you discovered at CNU? Uh, that's a really good question. So, no, um, definitely teaching was not my uh, primary goal for my career. Um, I always assumed that I was going to be the starting point guard for the Philadelphia 76ers. <laughs> that but didn't it happen. Turns out, no, <laughs> it turns out that I am uh, not very athletic, not very tall, and not very good at basketball, so... Look, if I can't be on the Sixers, um, this is a nice alternative that I get to talk about basketball sometimes. Yeah. Um, so I guess we'll get into it as we're talking about teaching. Why CHS? What Did you do anything before that? Um, and why history? So this is the only job I've ever had. <laughs> um, I graduated and I got hired. <laughs> like a week later, <laughs> so um, they haven't fired me since, 
And why history? Because um, it's a lot better than math, and you can tell your math teachers that I said that. I hope they listen. <laughs> oh, man. And I'll tell Mr. Early that. Please do. Please and do. History of sports. It's a great class. Can you tell the people a little bit about why teaching that is important to you? Yeah, so I took it in high school, and I sort of found that we did a really good job with electives here for the top, top students, right? We've got AP Psychology. We've got Dual Roman This. We've got AP Science. We've got AP Government. We've got AP um, Dual Roman. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And then I, I just had a bunch of kids that were in my history class, and we just talked about basketball, you know, during lunch and stuff, and I remember this class, and it was, why aren't there more classes like this for people that don't want to be AP dual enrollment or aren't in orchestra or art or the band or anything like that? Like, they deserve a class for them, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, we touched on this a little earlier with the golf success. Uh, why, what got you into golf in the first place, and why did you choose to be the coach here at CHS? I don't know, right? <laughs> it's been a long time. Um Boy, man, these are hard-hitting questions, man. I didn't, I didn't realize we were going down like a this-is-your-life situation, <laughs> man. Like, I thought that, you know, I was going to come in and, you know, tell some jokes and I was going to be out of here. I mean, <laughs> boy, oh, boy, like, are you guys going to ask for my Social Security number after this, too? I mean, these are tough. What is the um, deed to your house? Gosh, look, you can have my house. It just comes with two just high-energy blonde kids that live in it. Um... Yeah, man. Um, anyways, uh, golf, I always casually played. My brother played in high school, and he needed a ride to the course. So yeah. I would take him to the course. Um, and I just started playing more, playing more, playing more, playing more. And uh, the better the team got, I guess, sort of the more seriously I took it. And I sit before you today as the uh, Region 3C Coach of the Let's Year. Um, yes. Shout out to the team because they only award the Coach of the Year to the team that comes in first. That is the only criteria. So if right. we had lost by a stroke, I would not be the Region 3C oh, man. Coach of the Year. And to someone who has never played golf before, what would you tell them, either encouraging them to play golf or why it is that you play golf? So golf is a sport that you pick up when everything else is going great in your life. So look, if your friends are good, relationships good, school is good, work is good, family's good, everything's good, go out, play some golf so you can get a little anger in your life, right? Get a little bit upset. If everything's going too good, go get humbled a little bit by, you know, not hitting this little white ball around a field so fantastically. Um, I play because, I don't know, I just like it. Isn't that why we do everything? Yeah, and besides the uh, championship yesterday, do you have a favorite memory with the CHS team? I can't. I'm just <laughs> thinking about the championship yesterday, man. I'm I'm, I'm in a buzz right now. Yeah. It's our first ever, man. We've never won the region before. That's I awesome. mean, you know, I, I was looking at that trophy all day. My my children already scratched up my coach of the year plaque. I mean, it's, I, nah, man. That's it. That's awesome. All right, well, we got some rapid-fire questions, a little bit less thought-provoking. Okay, just answer as fast as you can, okay? That's my style, man, not thought-provoking. We got uh, number one, Bill Simmons, love him or hate him? Love, love. I was a huge Bill Simmons guy back in page two. Super Bowl pick for this year. Bills over <clears throat> 49ers. <laughs> Josh Allen MVP? Yeah. 
If you could play on any golf course in the world, which one would it be? Man. Thinking the Masters. I'm supposed, thinking- to be, all right, I'm supposed to be going rapid fire, man. That was like, I wasn't ready for that one. Now I'm doing the thing where I'm just talking to stall for time. Um, one golf course anywhere in the world. Um, since I know this is never, ever, ever going to happen, I'll say uh, Royal Melbourne in Australia. Awesome. Uh, if on your bio in the hallway on your door, mm-hmm. there's a quote from Kevin Durant. <laughs> it goes as follows. <laughs> I do me. I chill. This is listed under your category of passions outside of school. Yeah. Tell us about that. I do me. <laughs> and I chill. Perfect. What is your favorite unit of APUS history? What do you enjoy teaching the most within that course? I like all of it. I, I really do because I like to get into the you know the pop culture stuff. Um, there's a Chuck D lyric from uh, this Public Enemy song called "Fight the Power." I'm old. All right, leave me alone. I'm old. Um, and he says that most of my heroes don't make it on the stamps. And I feel that in AP, we get to talk about stamp people, right? The people that were president, the people that were sure. the generals. And then we also get to talk about, you know, the, the things that don't make it onto stamps, the less famous stuff. Awesome. What is your favorite unit of history of sports? Boxing. Easy. Boxing. Um, what would be the best thing about being a dad? What's the best thing about being a dad? In when your children are asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Worst thing about being a dad. <laughs> I don't think that my children are going to listen to this, right? <laughs> like, I mean, they're only four and two. I don't think they're going to say, Dad. Um, I also like taking them to the football games, man. My four-year-old, he was he was in the middle of the crowd the other day. And my two-year-old, time. yeah, my two-year-old's dancing on the sidelines and stuff like that. So, now nah, we have some fun. They're good kids. On the opposite end, what is the worst thing about being a dad? So, right now, like I told you guys when I sat down, I sprained my ankle. And instead of, you know, going home and sitting on my couch and putting my feet up and drinking lots of water, um, I will be running around on a sprained ankle with a two-year-old and a four-year-old. So just the amount of activity that they bring out of you? Yeah, I also, at three in the morning, um, had to go into my two-year-old's room and slept on the floor. So (laughs) um, that's also not that fantastic, right, as my beautiful large bed is just sitting there. And real quick, before we get you out of here, can we get your thoughts on Ben Simmons? No. No comment. <laughs> no comment on Ben Simmons. All right. My comment is that there is no comment. I won't, obviously, he's going to listen. So, you yeah, know, yep. um, no. All right. Well, I think that's all we have for you. Yep. Uh, thank you for your time. Do you have anything else you want to say to the world? Uh, yeah. Um, Mr. Pitt, Dr. Gurley, if you're listening, um, I think I need a raise. Um, I've been the best teacher at this school for, for so long. Um, ask anyone in my house. Um, you know, so if you could find it in your hearts and wallets and budgets to, you know, maybe a couple more dollars my way. I've got kids, man. I've got mouths to feed. Yeah. And you did win Best Dressed Teacher. Was that 2019 or 2020? 2020, best. Oh, yeah, that was my proudest moment of yeah. a teacher, right? Yeah, my most drip award. Yeah, most drip award, 2020. Favorite, favorite pair of Jordans you have? So I only have Jordan 1s. Um, so I'll say the pair that I have on right now. So I've got the Chicago 1 mids with the black toe. I like that. But I did change the laces out for white. 
So if you're listening and want to win a fashion award, wear those. Yeah. What was that? I gotta. So I only have mids and lows. Uh, the high is a little bit too much sneaker for me. Um, because I'm old and it does not vibe with the rest of my clothing. I know that's a hot take, all right? I know for the listeners that is an unpopular opinion. Yeah, I personally, it's hard to get into the highs for yeah. me because I agree they're too tight. But once you get in them, you can't get out. It's so a lot of sneaker. I know. Yeah, it's a lot yeah. of sneaker. I also, you know, when we had that uh, that fake phone call lockdown the other day, I sprinted from, um, you know the middle of B hallway all the way to C two thirty five in about five seconds. So shout out to Nike and the Jordan one brand. If you're listening, I'm a size 10. All right. Perfect. Thank you so much. Later guys. Thanks for having me, man. It was fun. Awesome. Let's kick us off with the tweet of the week. I will run this one this week, Ben. Go ahead. We've got by the punny world again. Let's, Let's go. I dig, you dig, we dig, he digs, she digs. It's not a beautiful poem, but it's deep. No words necessary. That was really, really good. I feel like this 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 particular poem slash tweet made me respect the punny world once again because we had the exact same user last week right are we just turning into a punny world fan club i feel like every single week it should just be the punny world for the tweet of the week because it really supplies i mean the punny world is the best because if if you just look up tweets of the week punny world is there for probably three out of ten it's just (laughs) a supplier next week i'm not saying it but expect the punny world yeah Honey World is on top. It's our top it's our top top tweet as of the whole podcast, which is only two, but it better be at the top than sure it is. At the top. And you know what else is great and at the top? Food. I'll start by sharing my favorite thing I ate this week by your suggestion on last week's episode were the bacon cheese fries from Dino's in the dairy market. You know, I actually had these what was it? Two days ago? No, four, three days ago. No, two days ago on Saturday, I went there and instead of getting a whole pizza this time, I just got the bacon cheese fries and one slice, and I could barely finish the cheese fries because there's so much. There's there, so there much. There's so much, there. but you, the perfect amount at the same time. I had to get two, two things of ranch so that I could suffice the ranch qua- quantity to. I mean, if you're feeling bold. Use your fingers, but I would recommend a fork. A fork? You use your using a fork? I didn't use a fork. You but are not American. You gotta go fingers all the way. That's what napkins are for. And just if you're listening and you are confused with what you're ta- with what we're talking about, go ahead, listen to last week's episode. It's linked near all of these. You can hear our great conversation about Dina's pizza. That's a shameless plug there. I had a similar location of my food of the week. I went to South and Central, which is also in the dairy market. It's a it's like Central American steakhouse. And I had the watermelon salad as a starter. And let me tell you, Ben, this is the most unique food that I've eaten. It's a mix of sweet and salty. 
and a watermelon, you usually eat watermelon cold, right? It was a bit warm, so it was kind of odd to the texture and taste and feel of your mouth. But it was basically a grilled watermelon, so there were actual grill marks on this watermelon. It's a huge, like, flat slab of it, right? And on top, there were some pears, like, a l it's, it's a really odd pear. It had a really odd name, but there was a pear. There were some cherry tomatoes. There was some cheese that looked like and tasted like feta cheese. I don't remember what it was called but it added that salty part. And there was a, a mandarin glazed honey on top. It looks like it was a very large serving. How did you do? I, so I'd say it's about the width of your hand if you're making like a, a, a radical sign, like how you would like shake it like this. So from pinky to thumb fully extended, it was about that long and about the width of let's say you make an L, you take the hypotenuse of that L and that's the width of it. So length and width of the radical sign and the hypotenuse of an L on your hand, and that's about the size of it. For context, everyone, it was a 22-ounce ribeye ribeye steak. Yeah, well, no, that's the steak. That's not the that's not the watermelon salad. That's the next thing. Oh, but the watermelon was a starter, and the watermelon thing was good. And then I moved on to I think I had some pulled pork with a spicy sauce and a tortilla thing and it's a lot of a lot of juices in there so you put the pulled pork on the tortilla wrap it all up it's very good and then the steak came in 22 ounce ribeye i cut probably 10 ounces ounces of it off because it was all fat and had some herb garlic butter on top and it that sounds amazing it was how do you like your steak cooked are you well done are you rare are you in between? So I used to be a medium rare type of guy. I had that pink in there, but I had one bad steak and it just went down the tube. So I'm now a medium guy. So That's got a little bit of pink, not too much, not too little. Medium rare is my go to tender. Yep. All right. Shall we move on? Yes. The first quote I have for you in the guess who said it. Okay. You remember, I give you the quote. Yes. Two options for people. You guess who it is. Okay. On their fanboy behavior, this person said, if I meet someone I respect or look up to, I will literally kiss their feet. Is that me? <laughs> Did I say that? No. The two options are Kanye West or Harry Styles. Harry Styles, Kanye West. Let's see. Kanye West is a very driven man. He's got some... He's got he's got some loose screws on his head. He's kind of odd sometimes, but he's a very genuine person. And can you repeat the first half of the quote? Probably like the yes. First to repeat words. the quote, this person is speaking on their fanboy behavior. Yes. If I meet someone that I respect to or look up to, I will literally kiss their feet. So my thought behind this is Kanye is a big follower of God, right? And if he respects someone, I'm feeling like it's probably a a religious thing. So, I mean, I've just, some feet things remind me of Kanye. And I think I'm going to go to Kanye here because I don't know a lot about Harry Styles, so I can't talk for him. Yeah, you were right. He said this in an interview a couple of years ago, and it still amazes me. My, my word. What an odd guy. Are you ready for the next quote? I'm very ready, Ben. Hit me. I have never been afraid to fail. The two options, 
Michael Jordan, who is arguably the greatest NBA player of all time, or Charles Barkley, who is one of the greatest NBA players of all time and a current media personality. I'm going to break this down really, really deeply. You gave a lot of information for the second guy because I've never heard about him, which makes me believe that it would be Michael Jordan because if you're giving a lot of information about someone that is not as popular, you're trying to persuade me to think it's that person. And you're using a popular person to, I don't know, compare. And I feel like it would be the more popular person here. And can I hear the quote one more time? I'm trying to, because it was very, 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 what was it? Listen carefully. Yeah. The quote is, I have never been afraid to fail. Okay. So it's very overconfident. I'm going to go with Michael Jordan on this one. You are two for two, my friend. Oh, my God. Someone stopped me. What What was the story behind that one, Ben? Let me pick this apart. Michael Jordan was always a perseverant guy. He wanted to learn from his mistakes because that's the best way of growing and getting better as a person, as a player, as an artist of your craft. So he always believed in that theory. Gotcha. Okay. I'm going to scroll down here because, yep, there are the answers. We are going to cut the kids in the hall. We have a spicy question this week, so we'll cut right to that. What's up, everyone? Back. I've got a question for Elton. If you could create any class to be taught at CHS, what would it be? Honestly, um, teaching kids how to be more confident and also how to pick up some more girls. I think that's a pretty valuable lesson to learn. Real, bro. Huh? I feel like we should teach a class called Freshman 101 for all the new kids that come that don't know shit. Because like, they be looking like lost puppies, bro. I swear. That would be something somebody would actually sign up for. What would your uh, topics be covered? From how to way to talk, you know, what not to care about, what to care about. You know, just just the simple shit in we're high just, school. We're basically trying to set up the freshmen for um, success in life. We're, we're, just, we're trying to set up like a... Not to um, feel scared, you know? Awesome, awesome. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much, Ben. Hey, everyone. I'm Ben, and I'm here with... Sarah. I uh, hope you're having a great day. If you could make any class at CHS to be taught, what would it be? Probably food class where you just make food and eat food and do nothing else. Sounds like a good time. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Hey, everyone. I'm back with Stella Gunn and Maggie. Yeah, that's me. Maggie Casey and Stella Gunn here. Yeah, uh, I've got a quick question for you guys. If you could teach any class at CHS or make any class to be taught, not by yourself, what would it be? Okay, well, um, technically, I kind of teach KTR right now, um, and I would definitely teach maybe theater class. I think I'd be good at that, Mr. Becker. What do you think? He'd be pretty good at it. Pretty good? Any specific type of theater? Oh, I'd probably have to do Seville Players. That's what made me. Got to honor my roots. Great, thank you. How about you, Maggie? I would, I would make. Can I make a class? Yes. That's the point. I would make. I would make. Um, I would make like a like a cooking thing. 
Yes, like, I would, they like, used to have one in the old cage. Yes, room. like I would and make they that. Took it away. I would not. I would not teach it though. Now it's like you. Don't. You you are not the first person to say cooking. A lot of people want a cooking class. And if I if I could if I could teach if I could teach a class, I would want to be like um, Mr. Everton when I grow up. So. No, it's a good idea. Thank you guys so much for your time. Thank you. Hello, fellow PTT listeners. This is Soren Postels, and I'm here with Max Sweet. Luke Frank, Amelia Fink, Lily Pepper, Alden Dent. If you could create any class or course at school, what would it be? Probably a motorsports driving class. Okay. Competitive childhood game strategy, like Pokemon Ooh. cards, Beyblades, Ooh. you know, oh just get all of that in. But we would create a the pet <laughs> class and you bring your, bring your pet to, to school. school and you pet them and we go and we on, go lots, on of lots of field trips and it's stress relieving yeah yeah uh, i would make a competitive sleeping class yeah. oh man all good answers thank you guys for your time thank you thank you this has been paper thin thoughts podcast thanks for listening as always i'm Swarm Povisos accompanied by Ben Rikosh. Keep up the thin thoughts. Stay tuned for next week's episode. Paper Thin Thoughts is produced by the Charlottesville High School Podcasting Network. Executive producers are Jen Horn and Dave Stipe. Senior producers are Ben Rikosh and Soren Povasils. This episode was edited and mixed by Dave Stipe. Thank you to Mr. Rashad Pitt and the rest of the CHS faculty for the support.